Hey guys, it's Lauren. It's Keith. And welcome back to... And they were roommates. Woo! Is this episode seven? Or six? Six or seven. I think we just care about the art so we don't keep track of the number. Yeah, it's all about quality and not quantity. And we're only here to bring... (laughs) The best quality. Yeah, it's never really been about incentives. It's not about throwing in an episode each week. It's about just being ourselves on air. So the past two weeks, we've literally gone on the podcast and been like, we just couldn't think of a topic, <laughs> and we have to make one by the deadline. Well, I mean, yeah, like we ha- we have to stick to a schedule, so we we didn't have like structured topics. But I think we do this week, and it'll be okay. We're artists. We're artists. We're interpretive. We want to relate to the people too, and like, and we're contact people are stressed all the time. Um. So, you know, and it shows sometimes in our podcast. Yeah. That's all we can really talk about. Lauren, how are you feeling tonight? Tonight, I'm feeling good. Um, I got all my work done today. I cooked three meals today. Um, I put real clothes on. I voted today with Keith, but that's for later in the podcast. Um, And yeah, things are good. I'm chilling. Yeah, we pretty much spent a lot of this day together if we weren't in class. Yeah, that's very true. So so we went and took a tour of the Burlington Mall. Which the Holly Hill Mall. I totally rep, um, recommend. I mean, oh yeah, there's a bouncing about. There was. A I thought about it. I Lauren, thought about it. Lauren went on the carousel. She had a great time. No, I didn't. It was there was a gate because it's COVID, right? There's a fence. <laughs> no, I think you went on the carousel. If I had to, I was there. You know, live your own narrative. <laughs> you. <laughs> um, no, it was really great. So, oh, <laughs> so. Me and Keith both went and voted today. And so when we were waiting in line, um, we were just we were just standing there, we were waiting in line, and they're of course going up and down like the row, like people giving out flyers and campaigning. Cause there's like a certain line where like you before you can stop campaigning. Yeah. Um, and, and it was and, just voter cards that they were giving out. They were like, yeah, Do you no, want to see who good. the party's going? And Techni- it's like, okay. technically it's campaigning. And they were passing out like vote what they call a list of voting suggestions so like like people who don't know who's on the ballot but what it is it's created by like one party so they just tell you the suggested position for every position is the republican candidate like that's what this card says and or i see, democrat it just depends on which card you yeah but they were only on. giving out republican ones <laughs> um and so this guy's walking toward us he's like a nice old man he was very polite no problems um but he came up to us and I see, you know, the little elephant in the corner of the thing. I know I'm going to say, just like, oh, no, thanks. I don't want that. And Keith is like, yeah. And then the man starts talking to Keith about how, you know, you have to make sure you know which Republican candidates they are. Because, on you know, the school board. On the school board, there's 11 people running and nine of them are Democrats. So if you don't know who the Republicans are, it'll be all Democrats. So, like, if that was, like, the worst thing in the world. And I was like, oh, like, I don't know why he's telling me this, but, like, that's good And Keith is standing there like, this is his face. <laughs> for all of like, you can see what I, I was did like, uh... he was just like he had his like mouth like open and like the biggest smile on his face he's just like ah and then before he left he was like thank you so much for representing us in voting and I was like yeah, yeah and he was like looking and I didn't I told him yeah. no he tried to give me a thing but now because Keith said yes he had both of us to get to talk to and like it was just me thinking that it was because a girl came by before I believe she had the democratic card yeah I think so too and I was just like oh no thanks and I was like wow they're really pushing this like someone needs to take a card so I was like I'll take a card and <laughs> little did I know that um it wouldn't be a card that I need um, and Keith is like when the guy walks away he's like 
it's fine. It's fine. He can't know I'm on their side. I have bleached hair. Yes. <laughs> I very much do have bleached hair. So oh my how goodness. could they even think? So, <sighs> yeah, we voted it in an old American Eagle storefront in the Burlington Mall. Yes, the mall is thriving, if you couldn't tell. <laughs> it was killing it. We saw Isabel Lane. We saw you using <laughs> your civic out. duty, girl. <laughs> yeah. Um, and for the most part... I think voting in general felt COVID unsafe, if I'm being honest with you, like the concept and just being there and the amount of people that were there and people, all sorts of people from all backgrounds, you don't know who you're with and like older people. And it just like was very like we, unnerving. We kept our distance really well. And I will like shout out them and say that I think the way that yeah. they organized things considering the situation was good. Instead of giving out voter stickers, they gave out pens that said we voted and those were what we used. To, to vote and like machines, write on anything like, on inside the, the room on the ends of them and then if you had to write something to submit it like yeah use that so i thought that was pretty creative and no person, i think they did a fantastic job and for the most part people were being very good of course you saw your typical like nose out people and stuff like that but like <laughs> the end of the day, very like, own <laughs> like no one me and keith made an effort to make sure that we social distance ourselves from the people in front of us so then people just kind of took gear of that going like the people behind us like just like step six feet back anyway because they saw us already doing it yeah so. we're very influential like that so whenever we go somewhere a lot yeah. of eyes are on us and then they just listen yeah anything we do they just follow suit because we're just trendsetters yeah would you say that that's how it is on campus for us just like day to day in like my day-to-day life you know like the other last week i brought back you know the high school backpack look with my you did, you did. And I've just gotten so many compliments since then. I was like, I get it. I was the main character in high school. Like, I get it. Yeah. Like, one, <laughs> I think this week I was late to a Zoom class. And in my head, I was like, I was like, sorry for being late. But in my head, I was like, wait, I'm literally royalty. Like, <laughs> like I'm. Like, God, they're so WSOE lucky podcast, that I even honored like, them with my presence. Yeah, like, WSOE podcast. Like, I'm doing a lot for the Elon community. So it's like, how could you be mad? You know, like. People stop and stare at my theater class on the water outside the CFA, you know, when we're doing Tai Chi in public, but it's really just me. Like, it's me that they're paying attention to. Who they? Who, it's me who gets the Snapchat, Snapchat stories made about them. <laughs> and Lauren, how does, it feel, how does it feel to be single-handedly, like, holding up Elon's campus, like, in the palm of your hand? Oh, my God. I just carry the weight of the world on my shoulders all the time. Connie, ugh, I mean, she just never answers my phone calls anymore, and it's really difficult. And I just don't know how, like, how am I supposed to get through the day without Connie Ladeau, you know, giving me her input and her wisdom, but no actions? You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, not that I was looking for someone to tell me how much I do for Elon, but um, I'd say I do a lot too, you know? Um, yeah. What that do wasn't you do, me Keith? trying to get you to say that I also hold up Elon in the palm of my hand. Oh, but. I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I guess like you really can't put words in my mouth, Keith. Yeah. Um, it's no big deal. Like we can really move forward from this. It's fine. It's fine. So let's talk about our special guest today and kind of what we have planned. And, so ooh, let's first talk about our studio audience. So we have two uh, people in here today <laughs> who we live with. And a, a true studio audience member. She's here every week. Yeah, one of them's here every week. Guest starred last week, but won't shout out the podcast. So I don't think we should say her name on the show. I don't think we should give her her art platform. Yeah. Um, she got a platform enough. Yeah, like her rapping career. I just don't care. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like who is she? Those demos, they went she? nowhere. 
She got unadded by so many people on Snapchat. You know, she got canceled. Mm-hmm. Her million snap score should be in the negatives by now if that was a thing. But Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. We said one million, not two million. Yeah, she'll get to two million. Like maybe, but did you ever think about how much we use things like Snapchat and like if we'll use them when we're like 30? Um, like Nicole's hitting two million. Oh no, I said her name. Um, I said her name on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but do you think, do you think she'll like, do you think she'll like hit two million snap score when she's like 30? I mean, maybe like if someone is still Snapchatting you, like I honestly like the old, if like what, cause I'm in the dating world question mark as are we all (laughs) i I think i don't know but you know when it's like an older i consider an older guy anybody above the age of 22 by the way i am 21 this is not creepy um but sometimes like i'll meet a guy on tinder or something who's like 23 24 and i'll be like well if they ask for my snapchat and not my number they must suck if you are 23 and 24 years old trying to communicate to someone that way like for first impressions like those reasons and stuff like that not like your best friend or like your sister or somebody who you're gonna make like snapchat with all the time like someone actually asks for that as a means to communicate with you trash 24 yes 23 no what is it 24 yes 23 no just because i think it depends because there's a lot of 23 year olds who are like seniors here and i feel like you're still in college cultures yeah i mean i agree with that i agree with number like i just prefer that most of the time I don't know, but that's just my opinion on it. 23, it still freaks me out because I'm like, you should be more grown up. Imagine having kids and like checking your snap streaks. Like, yeah, every, that's so terrible. Every morning. I hate that. <laughs> but you're like, so like a baby's crying. And you're like, I got to send my snap. Like, <laughs> like, wait, sweetie, the lighting's too good in this dark corner. Hold on. I can't move. <laughs> oh my God, a snap streak. Your snap streak, snap streak is like 3,000 days. I just don't do them. I do. I'm just like bored. Like, so it's like, I mean, I Snapchat people. I do have like streaks, but it's not out of like, like, I don't send streaks every day. Like, I think we're all done with that. I think everyone in this apartment's done with that. At least, right? I just literally just don't send Snapchat streaks. Like, I just don't really care enough. Yeah. Yes, I know. Our, our guest star is over the Our guest has lost her voice. Um, that <laughs> I do not ever answer my snap streaks. <laughs> her snap score is like 20,000 or something, right? Um, It's 47. Yeah. So she's like, she never went through a snap phase. I, I never did. I didn't have Snapchat till senior year of high school. So I just like don't. I use it so much more in college than I ever did in high school. Yeah. Well, I do think in our age group, like for me at least, like it is a way to communicate with people that I care about. Like, like, I text them and I snap them a lot. Yeah. It's, like, it depends. But that's people you really care about. People. Like, not someone you just met for the first time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Depends on the weird. age. No. Once you graduate college, that's the that's I the ultimate 100% line. agree with that. Like, no. That's an absolutely not. But, all right. So, back to um our guest this week. Her name is Andrea Stebbins. Andrea McKenzie. Also known as Stebbins. Andrea McKenzie, who she did an audio test and referred to herself as Andrea, Andrea McKenzie. McKenzie. <laughs> so maybe we should just drop the Stubbins for this podcast. <laughs> Anything with like She's also dumb. afraid to speak for some reason. <laughs> She's, She's laughing right next to me so covering hard. her mouth. <laughs> Hi guys. Oh my god, <laughs> she can speak. Um, I just want to point out that um Mackenzie is my middle name, but you know You're rebranding. The 
um, audio was cut off before I could finish. Um, and I just wanted to take a moment to thank you guys for guest starring on my podcast this week. It just means oh, a your lot. Pod- oh, that's so funny. <laughs> Why don't you let us finish the introduction? Yeah. Do you think do you think Andrea McKenzie thinks she'd have three million fans or <laughs> I don't know. I think maybe she only thinks like I think she thinks a little too much of herself and is a little bit on her high horse and doesn't know how much work we put into this key. So even though we're on vastly different levels, like one thing that we do all have in common is that we were all theater kids. Sadly, yes, that is the truth. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's sad. Well, I think for me it is. I um, think for Lauren, like maybe a little bit. But we, I, like, <laughs> me, me and Andy, we bonded about it actually like when I first met Andy. Yeah, I'm Lauren's oh. little. It's yeah, that, that's what I was yeah, saying. We didn't yeah. finish introducing her. Yes. Yeah, let's reintroduce. Give, can Lauren can do it. Yeah. Thank you. I wasted my words. Like, Yeah, you wasted your words, Keith. <laughs> too much. Too much too Andrea much. McKenzie talk. I just. Oh, I can't. I can't deal with it. All right, guys, this is Andrea McKenzie Stebbins, also known as Andy Stebbins, not with a Y, not like Toy Story, no, in her own way, Andy Stebbins, also not like the Andes Mountains, not there either. She is my little in Sigma Kappa, and she is joining us today because she's the fourth roommate. She is, or the third. Well... I mean, I guess it's how the ranking goes. <laughs> no, yeah, now we have. Oh a my ranking. god, Keith, know what we should do? We have a the, tier system. Yeah, on the whiteboard every week we Greek rank, rank only is the quaking. two of them. Like we, we like who's in third and who's in fourth. Yeah. Andy um, gets so competitive. Yeah. Hi guys, I'm Andy. They're, they both would get so competitive. I think I'd get really competitive, but I'd be too deliberately competitive, and it would oh my drive god, whoever's in the, the bottom rating. has to like if there's a single dish in the sink. They have to take care of it. I cleaned up the dishwasher yours. today and put stuff in, so I think I'm on top right now. Okay, Maddie, get not- off the- you're on the top of the period pyramid, Maddie. <laughs> okay, okay, maybe that wasn't a good... I should have just dropped the hint that I did it and then rose to the top. Like, I didn't need to say that yeah, I should you, be on top. Yeah, you I kind of that canceled out you get, your good deed. Yeah. You get, like, canceled because you had no humility, you know? Right. I'll work on it in the coming weeks. Yes. Yeah. But. I think um, we definitely should do that. And then people get assigned different chores based on their spot on the pyramid. Yeah. Like, things we just don't like doing. <laughs> Washing the dishes, taking the trash out. And the other one should be, what's a good one? Vacuuming. Vacuuming, yeah. yeah let's vacuum. Vacuuming is my least favorite thing in the entire world. Is Great. Is it doing everybody else's dishes? Because it's like I can't even listen to music vacuuming because it's so loud. Mm, yeah, I get that. Like how do you even get past it? You don't. Because this apartment, it takes two minutes. Yeah, it does. It takes two minutes in this apartment. Yeah. Oh, I've done it. It's just like. He hates I, it. Sounding like it sounds like you have it. a real problem with it. It sounds I, like you've not done it. My relationship with vacuuming is my relationship with vacuuming. It doesn't need to be brought onto the podcast like this. Like It doesn't need to be criticized by you, Andy. She's roommate number four. The animosity in <gasps> this room. What just happened? I'm hurt. Like, can you not tell I'm hurt? Like... I'm the one who gets pranked all the time, so I think, <laughs> out of pity points, I think I should move up. Okay, actually, that's you great. Pranked? Hey, you get, let's talk like, about um, who pranks you, Andy. Keith! Tell us all about me. it. Tell us all about it. Well, okay, so I'm 
we can say I'm a skittish person. I'm I scare really easily. Um, and so every time I get up to leave the room, literally every single time Keith is hiding somewhere to trip me or jump out at me or yell at me or anything. Um, and then I just scream and then he just laughs and walks away. And then the Best one was what, well, best for you, worst for me, <laughs> was when Keith put a speaker under my bed and was playing war sounds. And I <laughs> stayed in there for 45 minutes. By war sound, she, war sound, she means machine gun Machine sound guns going off it underneath my bed. So that was like a 10 second ordeal. It was actually bombs dropping. It was bombs, um, machine guns, ghosts yelling at me to leave the room. Andy, who in Elon, North Carolina? Do, uh, I'm not going to finish that thought. I was going to say, who, who could you see coming at you with like a mul- like a multi passage machine gun? But then I was going to get political and I can't go there. It was just, I just really. She thought it was a movie. I thought the movie that they were watching was too Were loud. you scared of the movie? It was a World War II movie, and I can't watch anything like that because I get, like, sad. So She was like, she was like I, I was feel like, like we're going into war. Can you guys turn it down? <laughs> oh, my God. Like, every time that it goes off, I, like, almost fall off the bed. Like, it's, <laughs> it sounds like it's in my room. <laughs> and then it switched to a ghost. Yeah, and I'm scared of a lot of things. Yeah. But this one... Yeah, it's going to traumatize me forever. It was I the checked, ghostly voices for you. It was the ghostly voices for me. I started crying. I ran out of the room because it was like, get out. And I was like, <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I, I rephrase. What kind of ghost did you think there was? In- oh, the kind you think is in your head. I, I came out like- of the room yelling. Someone's yelling at me in my room. <laughs> oh, my God. You I don't know. Really disturbed, I thought I was going to die that night. It's the ghost of Leo Lambert. Oh my God. Well, I haven't told anyone this yet, but I do check underneath my bed every night before I go to sleep now. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared that there's a speaker in there. <laughs> She she said she's scared that there's gonna be a speaker under her bed because Keith is gonna prank her and keep her up all night. Oh my god! My god! I also stole your DoorDash once. Yeah, he also. Oh, the DoorDash story is so funny. That was more of a prank on the poor driver because I called her like ten times. I was like, "Excuse me, miss." Like. The food's gone and like <laughs> what happened was like I knew you'd like lap the building a few times maybe, but I didn't think you'd call her. But Ashley was like, No, I left, but she called. I was like, No. <laughs> and then I had to call her back and be like, Hey, so it was just my friend. He picked up the food and she was I like I saw her right out the door. I was like, Yo, thanks. And then I <laughs> She literally was panicking. She was like, Someone picked up the food and I was like, What do you mean someone? <laughs> so funny it's always like i have the idea and like yes i do take it to an extreme but there's always like one extra person there who's like yeah it used to be me i'm replaced you know what i mean and then like (laughs) ashley was like no i let her call the driver so it's like yes i have like a really mean base product but like people kind of like encourage me a little bit yeah no they definitely do they definitely do it's been a good two (sighs) weeks though i feel like i can we talk i've been kind of safe yeah so 
We should talk about um, what kind of TikTok we're on because my friend just texted me and just made me think of this. And I want to know all about Andy's TikTok because I know hers is super interesting. Yeah, Andy's very into it. <laughs> um, and my best friend just asked me, is anybody else on Monster High TikTok? Yes. Yep. Andy is. Oh my goodness. Andy what does that even consist of? Sounds Honestly, pretty it's, mundane. it's these girls and they sing like all of it, like the song or whatever. I've never seen it. Um, I've seen commercials like on oh, Teen. Yeah, Nick. I remember the dolls. Yeah, it wasn't like that my was so era, you know. It was a little um, young for us. It was what a little was young for us. What was everyone's childhood like fad or toy? Oh my god. I don't god. know how to describe it. But American I Girl Dolls. Really? I, I agree with American Girl Dolls. And my another one for me was Polly Pockets. Oh, that was Polly Pockets, a Littlest Pet Shops. Littlest Pet Shops. For me, it was Webkins for sure. Oh, I had a webkins, yeah. I, I had, had webkins. Tons of webkins. Like Polly I ride I ride or die with those. Polly Pocket. I remember I one time Polly Pocket. I had this like Polly Pocket and I just got it. It was new. I was like so excited. And like this is a vivid memory. And I <laughs> <laughs> and it was like magnetic. Yeah, all of them were magnetic for their like clothes. Yeah. But this one, like someone swallowed it and then it like oh. the magnet like stuck. Like, or something. So they recalled it. So I remember my mom, like, running into the room and being like, give me the volleyball. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what's going on? <laughs> what does it even look like, though? It's like a little mini Barbie. Oh, what's the fun in that? They're so fun. I can't, like, describe it, but, like, they were just so cute. And you got oh, the I house. Oh, I Polly Pocket because it fits in a pocket. And they also they had, like, a Mind house. A like, little, like, sets and stuff so they could play in that. And it was, like, really portable. And it was just so fun. I loved them. American Girl doll was my standout childhood toy, though. That was my favorite thing, like, ever. Which ones did you have? So mine are actually all discontinued um, and archived. So I had um, – yeah, they were archived – they're antiques, basically, you know? Um, so I had Molly. You remember Molly, the girl that was the 1940s? I had Molly. I had Emily. Oh, wow. Oh, I, so had, I had Catherine. Did, Did you? Did you guys have Catherine? No. Um, oh, boy. <laughs> um, Andy is my – we're big little – and our dolls I'm joking, were best by the way. friends. <laughs> yeah, our dolls You're, you're taking friends. away from our spotlight here. Like, <laughs> I, you think I just said a random girl's name? No, I would never do that. Okay, you're taking away from my American Girl doll talk and dreams right now. Like, this could be a whole topic for me. I Did yours have their ears pierced? No, none of mine did. Oh, wow. that was, like, a big thing for me. Going with, I went with you my aunt. Did you pierce them yourself? No, no they go to the doll to store, and they do it in the store. Yeah. Are you kidding me? I'm judging you guys for that. Why? I've never – I never did that, but – Oh, I was like, I my ears see. are pierced, so the dolls have to be pierced. Oh, okay, I get it. And how old are you? Um, like I mean, eight? Yeah, okay, like, that's fair. The thing is, you, American Girl dolls, you have to be a little bit older for because they're so nice. They're like, but then you have to be yeah. like young enough. There's like a very kind of like, I would say it's like seven to 11. Is How expensive ages. is one doll? They're like uh, at least $100. <gasps> at least $100. My Webkins were 15 with, like, I know. <laughs> with like no accessories, anything. Like just their outfit. Just and, like oh, what they come with. And then I also had Mia. I had the girl of the year when she was an ice skater. Nina? Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, so I grew up in ice skating. And so like one year when I was literally only nine, um, they released Mia, who was also a nine-year-old girl and an ice skater. And she's the girl of the year. So, I mean, she was only available that whole calendar year. And my parents got me, like, every outfit for it. Like, they were so excited. There was an ice skater doll. 
Like, did you like read the magazine? Yeah, like I the would catalog sit. Is my favorite thing. Yeah, I would like sit and circle like everything. I remember. <clears throat> sorry, I remember seeing her. And yeah, being, like that is the coolest thing ever. I, I still cannot ice skate to this day. Every so. single girl on my club team and everything, we every single one of us got it for Christmas that year. Like it was like wow. such like that's such a privileged thing too. Like that definitely shows like what sports and like what I did growing up, but like. It was just the most fun thing. And I remember that every mom was, like, so into it because they were beautiful. They were, like, more expensive, but they were such high quality. So, like, like parents liked giving it to their kids. It was, like – an and, like, when you had it, like, you knew it was, like, special. So you couldn't, like, do anything to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But we're going to get off this topic because Keith looks so bored. I'm not bored. I'm just, like, intrigued, I guess. Well, yeah. I don't look intrigued, though. Yeah, you don't look <laughs> intrigued. You don't look liar. But hmm. just quick, I had Samantha, Kit, and Molly. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, Isabel had Kit. Um, that makes so much sense. Do people that just like so talk about this in passing? Like, we is talk this about like Samantha? a thing? Yeah. Why is this something I never knew about? Like, I've Samantha's never. Samantha's a little brat, right? She was girl, like, she was my treasure. Like, don't touch her. Like, she. Where like, is she now? Do you even know? In my attic. For my kids, we put them away for my, my mom. Kids. Made, I say oh. those are the only toys from my childhood I still have. My mom had me save them, and she was like, "I don't care. Like, you can't get rid of this." And I would, I would never would. Like, it's so like special. I found a dead rat in my webkins. What? And Keith. I picked it up myself. <laughs> so some of the webkins are gone, um, but the rest. Are you doing okay? I'll pass them down. How are you doing about it? I'll, I'll pass them down. Wait. <laughs> they were just so important to me that I. But what about their? Act? They're gonna die. Keith. I'm joking. They're gonna die. <laughs> More rats or the webkins? The webkins. Who was that, Keith? It was Ashley. Ashley Tatum, <laughs> future roommate. Um, um, I'm, excuse me. She cannot take up this time on my podcast when she doesn't live here. On <laughs> the topic of the rat um, yeah. and TikTok, are you guys on Ratatouille TikTok? I've started to, I've started to get oh, no. them. I have started to get them. <laughs> Everybody go um, watch my Ratatouille TikTok. It's, it's really so funny. funny. It's really funny. If you're a theater kid, you'll really get it. Um, <gasps> oh, my God. Yeah. Sevens. I got a plug really quick. She's like, I'm you not. only make the cat ensemble. <laughs> you you don't make the rat it. ensemble. I'm sorry. You don't make the rat ensemble. You don't make the rat ensemble and you're doing like a jazz square in the back when it's like, Benny. Like- <laughs> <laughs> jazz squares. Ratatouille for me was never like a good kids movie. I don't know why. I never saw it. Really? You're not missing out. I'll just tell you as an adult, like you're not missing out. Oh, I guess- really? I really like it now. Like I have more respect for it. I was wow. like, like TikToks. I always see the ones where people are at Disney World and they just like were with like the, the, the human sized rat and they're like holding hands and skipping around Disney World. Those ones are so good because I see it every time. I'm like, I never probably would have realized if I was in Disney World, there's something wrong with this. But now that I'm seeing it like on TikTok presented in this way, I'm like, that's a messed up. That's so messed it's up. It's like the Disney adults, and they're like skipping around. Oh my around. god! <laughs> <laughs> Andy, don't hide that you're gonna be a Disney adult. A Disney adult. I, <laughs> I'm surprised you aren't a Disney adult. She kind of is. I think she's closeted. I think it's closeted. No, but I think Loki is fine. Like I think, I think like Loki's fine too. Because people love nostalgia. Like I mean, I agree. Eat off of it. Nostalgia is its own industry. You market yeah. anything as nostalgia, like. I don't know. My mind goes to like, like the Jonas Brothers. Like, yeah, like the really good pop album that came this year. Like, right. really good. Yeah. Like, do, a Lipa? do a Lipa. Do a Lipa. I'm pretty sure it's Positions. 
Hmm? So you're pretty you're pretty sure it's positions by Ariana Grande. Oh. <laughs> She's switching up positions on her discography. <laughs> like, I um, I don't want to talk about the album this week. Oh. But the, I mean, we album... can we can we brief over just like the way we discovered the album? We yeah. don't need to talk about well, critique. I think the critique should come when the album is available for everyone to listen to. That's what I'm saying. We're not going to do that. But I did. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I did hear the album. Um, he has his um, connections, basically. <laughs> it's it's out there. It's who the world's connections but, are. But. How many times did you listen to Positions? The since song? Since it came out? Yeah. I've listened to the title track. Like, I can give you an exact answer. Let me check. I have an app that tells me all my play counts. I'm someone who you know, likes to go to bed <laughs> at a, like, reasonable hour so that I can, like, you know, refresh myself. And I stayed up with Keith to watch this music video drop at midnight. Yeah. We, so it was pretty special. We were all here for it, actually. That was... Yeah. I listened to the song over 100 times. <laughs> um, but that being said, I still think it's an 8 out of 10. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think um, I just... I thought- the song positions is so catchy and like I really like it, but yeah. I just thought it was so funny. Like he's an automatic disappointment with the song, and now he like listens to it every single day. Yeah. I think I like he didn't like build my schedule, but like I think I was hoping that it would be really good. And even though it's not, I'm like okay, like this was my plan anyway to like enjoy it. So I'm like forcing myself because <clears throat> like what else am I gonna listen to this it's week? Like no, we literally like are on our way to Dunkin' Donuts. And it like the song gets to like thirty seconds left when it's just like the outro, and all of a sudden it just stops, it skips back to the beginning. <laughs> I'm like, Keith, it's not even over. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, and it is catchy. Like, I'll say it's like the best on the album. But um, but I want to say about um, Andy. We were talking about TikTok. Is that Andy is not only she's a tick, she's an up and coming TikTok star, but. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's actually, you know, she got a thing with Grubhub. She got $25 from Grubhub that one time. Yep. Grubhub. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying over here. Yeah, Grubhub. It's not know. even coming out right now. It's okay. Um, it's okay. It's fine. It's fine. But she did this wonderful TikTok um, talking about when you don't make the rat ensemble in the Remy, the Ratatouille Broadway musical, you, yeah. on, you only make the human ensemble and yeah. how it's just like going around and doing jazz squares and like basic theater kid moves. And it's yeah. so funny. And it was like at the end, like everyone's hands are up and you like look around and you're like, oh no, like I was supposed to do jazz hands. You know, like that yeah. moment, that like fear. And so I thought I really captured that. Um, it does only have like 30 likes. But I think it should have way more. I think it deserves yeah. a lot more. Well, you have like this viral John Mulaney TikTok. And I that do. just It's the gift that keeps on giving. You get notifications for it. Like, Yeah. I tell do. us about your John, John Mulaney story. It's been three weeks probably, right? Oh, yeah. It's been definitely over a month. And I still, like, people are still liking it. I think it's just, I don't know. Timeless. It's timeless. Um, <laughs> timeless but, <laughs> Timeless John Mulaney. <clears throat> but, so, me and one of my friends from home our senior year, we wanted to go see John Mulaney um, perform live. And he was just finishing up a tour with Pete Davidson, but the tour was over and we didn't have a chance to go see it during the tour. And all of a sudden this like random show popped up and it was for a charity event. So it was like the tickets were like much more expensive than normal. Like, so they could donate all the money and um, we were like, okay, like, let's just go. It's probably going to be the same jokes he was doing on the tour, which was like, you know, already released in Netflix special. 
And so we go and we get to the theater. And before we're even allowed in, they're like, you need to turn your phone off. Like, I need to see you turn your phone off. Yeah. And I was like, that's so strange. Cause like, obviously we're all theater kids. So like, you know, like, <laughs> respectfully, you're gonna silence your phone. Mm-hmm. Right. To that respect for the performers. That right. was such a thing. Like if you ever went on a class trip with like the, the- well, like our choir always did. And like, there was always those few people who stayed on their phones. And like, there was like that one kid who's like, turn off the phone. Like, oh my God. Like you, can you believe that they like have their phones on? Yeah. During this Such art. a thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This community theater production of a chorus line. The, are you kidding? Yeah, like, drama. how dare you? <laughs> how dare you? They're my sixth grade production of Annie. How dare you? How dare how you? How dare you? Should you do your Mr. Todd like? Thing on the podcast. I think she should, but at the end, I think she that should be our outro. <laughs> our yeah. outro. But continue, finish your John okay. Mulaney yes, story. So, so they're literally like, we need to see you turn your phone off, and we just thought that was the strangest thing. We're like, okay, fine. So we turn it off. Like he watches us turn it off, and we go in, and we're sitting down, and some lady in the audience turns her phone back on, and like these people like swarm towards her. It was like in Monsters Inc. when like wow. the guy has the sock yeah on the him. sock on him yeah, and they just like. Came in through the windows and the ceiling and stuff. No, but they literally went over. They're like, you need to turn your phone off right now. So I was like, what is going on? So Pete comes out and he does his thing. And then John Mulaney comes out and he starts doing a whole new set of jokes that he's testing out. Like we were the first audience to ever see them. And they were testing them out for probably a new Netflix special or something. Um but that's why all of our phones had to be off so that no one was recording them or anything. And it was so, so, so funny. It was so great. But she can't tell you anything. I cannot tell you a single joke because I tried to tell my boyfriend who loves Sean Mulaney when I got home and I just couldn't stop laughing through them. And I'm just terrible at telling jokes. <laughs> and oh, yeah, I remember you tried to yeah. tell us once and it was really funny. It was really- and I was like, honestly, stop, stop, we stop it right now. Like, <laughs> we were just like, no. It's embarrassing. And it's oh. honestly disgraceful to the joke because it's just not good. And he was like, Andy, you just, you really cannot be telling me these because you're just going to ruin the punchline. And then the joke's not going to be funny anymore when it comes out. And I was like, fair enough. But yeah, we're still waiting on that. Yeah, so the, it actually never has been released. So Andy's like one of the few people ever yeah. to have heard John Mulaney's new set. This is going to be like a polarizing statement, but I've never found stand-up funny. Oh, I think stand-up is so funny. But it also depends, depends so strongly on the comedian and their type of humor. And I if you're going like, to like get it. I don't know what it is about it. I think it's that they're meant to try and make you laugh. So for me, I'm like, well, like jokes on you like I'm not gonna find it funny but in another way I'm like like I had a friend who would like test out stand-up jokes on me and I'd be like yeah that's funny because it is funny on paper but it's like it's not the type of thing that's actually gonna make me crack up laughing but I don't know why I think you really have to go into it with a mindset like that sounds so stupid but if I'm like trying to watch a stand-up special on Netflix Mm. and like I am not in the mood like um, my mind's preoccupied or preoccupied. Yeah, you're or whatever. not gonna pay attention and really enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. I like won't laugh. But if something's like funny, like I will be laughing out loud. Like I like Tom Segura, I don't know if people know him, but like I'm, he's, I'm familiar with him. He's on Netflix and like you have to be like in the mode to listen to him because he's very dry. But like it's the funniest stuff. Like it's just dry humor. So you have to like be. Yeah. Like, and like I've always just been someone like John Mulaney is such an entrance like level stand up. So if you just like think that like him just like his situational 
um, humor is funny, then you're going to think it's hysterical. Yeah. But then I also, I really love women comedians. Yeah. But, like, I used to not like them because I thought they were too vulgar. But then, obviously, you know, that's not feminist of me, first of all. Second of all, <laughs> I got more into it, and I was like, oh, my God, that makes it all the more better. Because it's, yeah. like, just the amount of vulgar a man would be there, just women. I think when I was not used to it. When I was, like, nine, I liked Kathy Griffin. <laughs> Mm. When I was Stop. like nine, that's Stop. so funny. That's, that's it. That was my peak with stand up, and then after that, I was like, "Oh, you're like nothing's <laughs> Kathy. Nothing, <laughs> nothing beats Kathy. Kathy in 2010." Like, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um. So yeah, let's chat about TikTok st- from how you got to be a TikTok star, Andy. Like, where where were your roots? Well. <laughs> It all started when, you know, we all got sent home. Oh, really? You got sent home? Tell us about that. Yeah. Why did you get sent home? There, um, there's like a virus going around. Really? Where do you yeah. go to school? I go to Elon University. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Yeah, it's actually really nice. Did um, they, how are they handling COVID now? Are you there or are you? I'm, yeah, no, I'm, I'm here. Um, you know, I am at the table with you. So yeah. that was I an go to Elon too. question. So. Right. Interesting. Interesting. No. Yeah, that's right. Um, well, we, I, guys, we have so much in common. Yeah. Anyway. But I continue. really, I didn't mean like your roots on TikTok, but like what led you, what brought you to TikTok? Like what raised you up? Yeah. Um, Boredom? Honestly, I was like, I'm going viral. Like that was my mindset. <laughs> I was like, something is going viral. My mom thinks I'm so funny. Like <laughs> someone else is going to think I'm funny. So, you know, I just started posting and posting and like sometimes I'd get in a couple thousand views a couple likes that's okay I was like okay okay and then I posted this John Mulaney one and nothing (laughs) happened with it for two weeks and then someone liked it like randomly and all of a sudden it was like on everyone's for you page and like people were just liking it and like People were commenting on it like, yeah, like that's what comedians do and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, my God. So I started liking all their comments and then people were liking their comments, too. And it was just. It's like a conversation forum at this point. Yeah. Right. You I forgot that we were both a part of a viral TikTok earlier this year. (gasps) Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Melissa Jones. Melissa Jones. um, (laughs) She posted a tick. This was like viral, viral, like minus like 11,000 likes or whatever. That's That's like 2 million volumes. That's nothing compared to this. Like this was in the hundreds of thousands. She she yeah. had basically face apped us to look like the opposite gender or opposite <laughs> sex and then sent us texts like as if we wouldn't recognize it. And a lot of us didn't. I knew who I was and I said that I'd be in Zeta <laughs> as a female. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not recognize myself. You didn't, yeah. But I do think... <laughs> People were commenting on it. They were like, bro, I never would have recognized the second one because she, like, messed up my teeth and everything. Like, she, like, make, gave me a beard. That's... Like, she, I was wearing a sweatshirt. She gave me, like, a collared yeah. shirt. Like, I don't know how she did it. Did she yeah. ask you, do you know who this is? Yeah, she was she... like, do you know who this is? I was like, no, question mark. And she was like, oh, just wondering. And I was like, LMAO, sorry. Like, so I was like, of course I was. Like, of course I was like that. I got a lot of the comments for me were like, Someone was like, thought I looked scary. Not me, like Keith, but like the like a, a female. Me, they were like, the they were like, Keith. she's like crazy. I was like, <laughs> oh, it's like, hmm. You're like, let this be a lesson. Yeah, I wonder what Lauren would look like. Yeah, I guess you're just gonna have to try it and find out. I don't know how. 
I have the app. We'll play with it. So Andy, you know, what's your inspiration like for your TikToks? Like really? Yeah. So I think that the fame just kind of comes naturally to me. Um, Yeah. We all have that in common here. (laughs) Yeah. I was kind of a child star. Yeah. Um, That's kind of the running joke in the the in the apartment. apartment. So you wouldn't say it's you're a not star kind now. of a joke because it's serious. You were a child star, Andy. I was in a production of Annie that is on YouTube. Um, I was Annie. I was in sixth grade, and that kind of just started <laughs> it all. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think it just got too big. Like my head just got a little too big, and so I just was like. <laughs> I have to stop. You're like, like the theater world. in college? I don't know. <laughs> so I couldn't take my talent at yeah. that point. So did you I feel like a lot of people in your position, like, did you feel like this? How, like, did you feel like there was so much pressure on your shoulders to, like, keep out doing yourself that you just had to take a step back? Because a lot of people talk about that. I think that, no, I, I, I get that. But I think the main thing was I... Never had a chance to learn to read or write. <laughs> she, like, her and Leah Michelle are really similar. In case you guys were wondering, we do, we were kind of too embarrassed to bring this up, but like, we do have, like, we've, like, Andy can't read and we just don't know how she got this far in life and yes. into college, but we're really trying to help her, like, every way yeah. we can. She shares this in common with child star Leah Michelle. Yes. Um, <laughs> Leah Michelle has Ryan Murphy. Andy has us. Yeah. Very it's similar. basically the same thing. It's yeah. very similar, but that's a running joke in the apartment. I'm not really sure how it started. I think I'm just, like, the brunt of all the jokes. I think, <laughs> so, I, think I did it. I think he probably did do I really it. did do it. Oh, my God. But um, so I'm we all mean. started out in community and educational theater. Yeah. Yeah. Let's run through like just... I directed a show. Oh my god! I can't believe I haven't brought that up. And like, well, Andy, why don't you give somebody else a chance at the spotlight? Keith is just about to tell us about his child star career. <laughs> Sorry, I was actually ahead. about to tell us to run through our resumes real quick, just like list list. Like, what were your like top five biggest oh. shows, and what was your like, biggest moment? Okay. Or four. Let's do four. Four, or we don't yeah. have to talk in depth, just like list. Okay. Who do you want me to go? Yeah, sure. Okay, let go. me try and think. Miss Child Star. Um, okay, Mackenzie. so I think one of my favorites was Mrs. Lovett and Sweeney Todd. That oh. was a fun one. Oh, give us the impression real quick. Should I do it now? Yeah. Okay. Sometimes I just break out into character. Yeah. Oh, Mr. Todd. Oh I'm so happy. I could <laughs> oh, oh, please keep going. Oh, oh, oh my god, I've never heard that part. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> I've had to use a bunch of different accents throughout my career. She's a real performer, guys. But that's um, the that little thing right there is the entire reason we had her on the podcast yeah. tonight. That was it. And she can't even read a page, so the <laughs> fact that she just came up with that, and the fact that she can sing Sondheim and she can't read, <laughs> it's inspirational to us all. Yeah, can you say true. like, um, perfect pitch? Oh, I wish I had perfect pitch. I do have perfect he pitch. He does have perfect pitch. Yes, I do. Yeah. I am I will not test it out, but uh, a lot of people would say that I have perfect pitch. <laughs> Give me pitch. a G. No. Not, not right now. The thing is- He said H, I, J. You could have given any note because I also, <laughs> we have no idea what's yeah. going on. Oh, well, I, the thing is I do and it's just, I'm in the position at this point in my career where it's like I can pick and choose what projects I want to sing on. You right. know what I mean? Right. 
you can't come you pass up positions you were like i don't oh, need this <laughs> i switch your positions on everyone all switching the time. up positions, switch your positions on my vocals um yeah it's um yeah. like all these opportunities like people knock on my door all the time but like yeah. you can't say yes to everything that's another that's what i think you'll learn now in this phase of your career like that i had to learn like yeah you're coming up behind us we just want to give you like the best hand up we can in this industry and, yeah like, the podcasting to- industry too like this is a whole new world for us like we we get swept up all the time it's so toxic yeah. like the things that we have to deal with me and lauren the on drama. a daily basis it's like it's really bad like yeah things that change you like i'm not we're like feuding with the legion of sports cast right now on WSW. It's like it's really getting serious and heated. I, I promise you, like I'm not the same person I was six weeks ago. Keith, it changed him. The famous changed him because people people just like are so jealous I'm of our the viewership. Same. The things that I've heard. <laughs> Oh my goodness. All right, guys, we're running low on time, so I'm gonna wrap it up here. Andy, can you just sing us out real quick for this week? Again, I already did. Please, please, for me here, for me. Mr. Todd, I'm so happy. I could eat you up. I really could. All right, guys, thank you for listening, and we will see you next week. Also, everyone vote. Please vote. vote. We'll see you. All right, bye. Thanks for having me.